Welcome back. Risk Check Podcast. The gang has returned for episode 16. And today we've gathered to talk about Watches and wonders. Watches and wonders. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one. We get to use our imagination. There we go. You need like the rainbow to come from like your fingertips. Imagination. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a lot of fun. I know this is like the topic of conversation for like the last two, three months, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Um, people talking about leaks and what they hope to see, and everyone's got some sort of prediction. Mm-hmm. That, they, that they make in terms of... Yeah, we of, can throw whatever we want at the wall now. We really can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into that, wrist check. Uh, I'll kick it off this time. I'm wearing uh, one of my favorite watches. I am wearing uh, my Omega uh, Speedmaster Professional. This is a, a 90s uh, Speedy. <clears throat> I think it's a 95, 96. It's got, the, it's got a tritium dial. Uh, originally, I was looking for a, uh, a birth year, but those were increasingly difficult to find uh, for myself. Uh, so I settled um, for a mid-90s um, because if I couldn't get my birth year, I at least want to get something from the years where I was roaming the streets <laughs> uh, when I was really outside. Uh, and I love this piece. I have this one on the uh, Forstner bracelet. This is a repart pro of a JB Champion bracelet that was worn by Dick Gordon. Um, it's kind of like a mesh NATO. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's super comfortable. Um, looking at it, you would think, especially on like my hairy arms, that it would like get snagged and stuff like that. Never has. Um, I, this is the second bracelet I own from Forstner. I think they do like really, really awesome stuff. Both bracelets I have, I, I, I go back and forth with on, on the Speedmaster. Um, but yeah, I love this watch. It's an icon. It's, uh, an almost an everyday driver for me. I mean, I wear it at least a couple times a week. Um, but tried and true. I love this thing. What are you rocking with today? Uh, I'm wearing something that I believe was sent to me as a troll oh, by, man. My, by my friend <laughs> Ashwin. So he surprised me with a custom Casio that is actually pretty cool. It's all gray monotone, but the dial, the hour markers, has uh, some Tiffany blue on it. Uh oh. <laughs> and y'all know my sentiments with Hi. the color Tiffany blue. Yeah. <laughs> but that to the side, I'm very grateful and thankful that he got it for me. I always like love when my friends think about me when they see something funny or think that I would like it. But uh, I think he knew what he was doing. I think sure. this is part of a prank. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm aware and show it off. See, it's here. It's dope. Looks and it, it's a custom it's cool. dial. It's yeah, like I like painting. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a painted dial. And he got me a gray one, which I don't already own. So thank you. Cool. Filled two, two, uh, two checks. A custom one and a gray one. A little Jackson Pollock. Yeah, I don't mind. I like Jackson Pollock. It's dope. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I don't know, man. We, we've been in sync G-Shock's in a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Episode after episode, we find ourselves in sync. Um, but I decided to rock a G-Shock as well. Mm. Um, I modded this one out. So um, on, I think, two episodes prior, I was wearing um, a modded G-Shock 2100, but on a steel bracelet. Um, Royal Oak G-Shock. Royal Oak. The Cassie Oak mod. Sure. Um, this time I'm doing the Offshore. Cassie uh, Offshore. Ca- Cassie Offshore. Um, I love this. The quality is high as I expected. Um, the rubber is comfortable. Um, I love everything about it. The only callback, <laughs> the only callback I have to say, and it bothers me a little bit, is the fact that they put a crown on this thing. Um, it's a little odd. It's a little odd. It's also very big. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> but also, like, why put a crown that you don't need? Yeah. Exactly. But see, now, this is the funny thing about when you order pieces from China. <laughs> they never look like the photo. Sure. <laughs> so, originally... Is, is this the same place that you got the other mod from? No, it isn't. Okay, I was going to say, that makes sense. Because the, the other one doesn't have a crown. Yeah, the other yeah, one, yeah. yeah, the other one doesn't have a crown. This one has a crown, but I got it from a different um, manufacturer. 
And um, it took very long to deliver, but when I got it, I was happy. I was like, oh, the quality How much was, was great. I uh, had it at 100 bucks. Okay. Um, so, of course, like, watch is already at 100. You get the mod at about 100. You can, you can switch it up yourself um, and save, like, paying somebody, you know, 500 bucks sure. to just do something you could do yourself. Yeah. Um, the only benefits of paying 500 bucks, you probably won't get a watch with a crown on it. <laughs> probably get something a little bit more accurate. Yeah. Something a little bit more accurate. It's funny because it's like, I almost imagine like the person was putting together is like, you know what this thing is missing? A crown. I've seen it somewhere before. <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy? You know what bothers me more than the crown? I thought you were going to talk about the screws. The screws well, are very shiny. The, the, screws, screws, are the very... screws are also steel, yeah. like silver, when everything else is black. Yeah, I did. I did want it to be blacked out, um, but I see how it manipulates in the light. You can't see it as like um, vibrant when you're looking from afar. When it's close, it might be a little bit um, alarming, but not my deal breaker just yet. The crown is the deal. Yeah, the crown. The crown is the deal. The crown is off. It's just weird. It's okay. It doesn't belong. We just had that moment. Like everybody was just in sync. Was like, it's the crown. Listen, uh, I think it's it's a it's a valuable lesson learned when you when you're trying with mods. If at first you don't succeed, try try again. Yeah, you got luck. You got you got lucky. Lucky the first one one that was great. Yes, right. I did. I did. Somewhere the manufacturer might be watching this. He's like, Rashawn. Come back home. Yeah, you, you weren't me. you weren't loyal, and look what got you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll look into it. <laughs> oh man! Send an email like, could you please make this better? Yes. Um. So, getting right into it. Watches and Wonders is coming up. Um, when this airs, I think it'll it'll start maybe just a couple of days later. Um, there's a lot happening in terms of conversation. Um, first, which brand are you most anticipating? Patek Philippe. Patek Philippe. Yep. Okay. And, 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 and why? What do you, what do you? Because they have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to put out this year. Go yeah. on their website right now. Mm-hmm. Everything's gone. Yeah. Everything is gone. Yeah. Like you, like people are like, oh, you know, like I want a Patek annual calendar. What annual calendar? Mm. Yeah. It's discontinued. Yeah. And they're a brand that literally invented it. Yeah. Like this the standard color trial at fifty one ninety six, gone. Gone. Yes. So and what now you... granted they got replaced maybe by the sixty one nineteen, but like sure. the sixty one nineteen is not at the same price point as the fifty one ninety six. Yes. It's like a twelve grand difference. I was gonna say much higher. Yeah. What are you hoping to see? I'm hoping to see a entry level color travel. I understand the sixty one nineteen technically is that. It's sure. just time only. Okay. Maybe we get something like the 5196 where it's a, like you don't get none of the accoutrements you get with the 6119. Right. Maybe you don't get the hobnail bezel. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't get the exhibition case back. Maybe you get a, a simpler movement. It's a lot of maybes. Maybe, but I mean, that's the point, right? You can do that today. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you feel like it's going to be their show? I think it can be. I think they have all the potential in the world. Because let's be honest, everyone's going nuts about Rolex predictions like they do every single year. But we know what to expect from Rolex. Rolex has made the same watch forever. We're going to expect more of that. With Patek, you can never guess what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially after like the year that they had between. Yeah. I mean, you just think about like watches of the year and not like our votes of watches of the year. But like the watches that ran the conversation for 2021. I mean, I think it's obvious it was the Nautilus, mm-hmm. right? From the green dial to the Tiffany blue. Mm-hmm. Yes. And speaking uh, of Nautilus, what I mean, what if they remake a 5711? Everyone's talking about, oh, a 6711 is going to be a thing. Maybe. Maybe. Updated movement. Mm-hmm. It's. A, I mean, I understand why they got rid of all the stuff that they did. A lot of that stuff's been around for a while. The movements are pretty outdated now compared mm-hmm. to everything else in the collection. So, I mean, maybe there will be Do you think that, league. like, what, I mean, I'm not a big Patek guy. Um, I do like Patek. But uh, in terms of what they could do to surprise us, do you think, 
I'm thinking like, what if they make a move to sort of push another model? Like a whole new line of watches. Or maybe not a new line, but something that's kind of like, you know, iconic, but also kind of like undervalued. That's like, where I think the annual calendar comes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, and then what I was going to kind of piggyback on was, I think, you know, I think they're going to do something exciting in the grand complication. Um, because if, you know, we have the Protect Philippe um, website up and the the piece that they're highlighting is their new grand complication. Yeah, the advanced yeah. research. Yeah, but I mean, that that's a whole nother world, though. That thing's advanced research limited to 15. You got to highlight that. Yeah. But I think grand complications, Protect doesn't have any competition in that in that category absolutely yeah, they no. can do whatever they want maybe i mean mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, i'm not sure we'll see anything that crazy during watches and wonders because to be fair they just launched like four watches including that advanced research one over the summer yeah mm-hmm. that are super crazy yeah two-tone skeletonized minute repeater with baguettes yeah wow come on <laughs> like that now that's just one of the four that they launched yes i think we have to see the revival of the annual calendar because there's no more 5205 mm-hmm. no more 5146 yes so both your options for annual calendar gone mm-hmm. they have to bring that back they invented it i think that's the line is going to get a lot of push this year and where people are going to more people are going to come back into the brand and they i think people who used to think calatrava is what i want is my first protect mm-hmm. i think the tune might change to an annual calendar. Okay. We hear a lot of that too. Yeah. Where people are like, oh, you know, do you have an annual calendar? What do you think of an annual calendar? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Um, so I definitely agree to your point, Ben. Um, you know, the annual calendar is kind of one of those pieces that's very staple and iconic in, you know. Yeah, for Patek. For Patek. They, they, they invented it. Yes. So yes. I think that's going to be a a focus this year for them also with the calatrava it's their logo yeah they yes. named the collection after the logo yes there needs to be more there i want to see more complicated calatravas do you, do you think that this year we see another tiffany protect collab um no just because <laughs> it just i don't think it makes sense especially when they're making 170 watches to be sold over the course of two years. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think doing another collab, I don't think it's going to cannibalize it because of how special it is, mm-hmm. but I don't think it makes sense. You got to give you got to give people what they want first. You can't. Like, you got to sell out of the Tiffany 5711, starve them for a while, mm. then come out with something new. Okay. I wouldn't, because it's like, if you do two different Tiffany-only collabs, it's like, it doesn't feel special anymore. Well. We'll oh yes, that's what I think. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, I won't let the cat out of the bag, but I've heard I've heard some stuff mm. with Tiffany. Oh, man. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Um, what about you, Rashawn? What are you most anticipating for Watches and Wonders? Um, I mean, listen, uh, call it hype. I don't think it's hype. I'm going to say Rolex. <laughs> Why are we doing sure. this again? It's okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm excited to see what Rolex, um, you I know. I think you and most people. I think that's, yeah. when you talk about the talk of the town, like everyone's this time of year is like is, people literally Rolex. photoshopping sure. Rolexes and saying, oh, like, well, what if this thing is too, a thing? It's like, it, it, it's crazy how even the photoshopped images gets everybody riled up. Um, we were talking about it off camera, like the um, the rose gold bluesy. Mm-hmm. I think would be my my absolute favorite. Are you t- the rose gold bluesy? You talking the, about the the Submariner, the sub? Okay, yeah, blue oh. dial, blue bezel, solid rose, blue gold, dial, or two tone yep. rose. Mm-hmm. Blue dial, blue bezel, solid um, rose gold. Um, I'm excited to see if they do. Um, it would be crazy if they brought back the uh, the Hulk and it was in solid. Like yeah, white that, gold. That's another prediction. They were talking about solid yellow gold. Solid, yeah. Solid. They were saying that. They were saying that last year though, when the when the Hulk originally got discontinued, they're like, oh yeah, they're gonna release it in gold only. Didn't happen. Hmm. Might I mean, be this year. Yeah. Well, let's let's get back to because I see where you're going. Yes. So we're gonna get to that. Yes. So I'm I'm gonna jump in front of you real quick because <laughs> we're gonna talk about Rolex. Yes. Um. So. My my the, what I'm what I'm hoping to see is not Rolex, but uh, is under the same umbrella. I, I want to see what Tudor does. Mm. 
I'm really interested to see where they go. You know, I think they had a really big year last year um, with the release of the bronze BB-58 as a boutique exclusive. Mm -hmm. I think that set a precedent for them in terms of uh, where they where they want to go and where they're going um, with, you know, the Tudor boutiques and positioning the brand in the way that they are. Uh, and then the Pelagos FXD release, which I thought was incredible. Um, and you had a, a host of other things that happened last year that they did. You know, the Black Ceramic. Yes. Um, and then there was the Only Watch auction where they did the Age Steel uh, Black Bay GMT, which fetched uh, almost three quarters of a million dollars. Yes. Um, I would love to see. I would love to see a Black Bay Fifty Eight GMT. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I, 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 in terms of predictions, I think that is a possibility. Um, I also think, just on what I've been seeing, what people are talking about, and just the energy that's been out there for them last year, I think we're going to get a Ranger. And I'm hoping. I hope we get one. Yeah. I hope we get a Tudor Fifty Eight style. I think that would be great. A Ranger 58 style would be dope. I think to bring back the Ranger would be would be awesome. The vintage Rangers are on the rise right now. Yep. And there are a lot of people that are collecting. Yeah. Or looking for one. Saw one for just over 10 the other day. Yeah, exactly. So um I'm interested in seeing that come back. Uh and maybe, you know, sort of reinterpret it in a, in a different way. Interested to see what they could do with it. But I feel like that's a model that could almost take place of the BB-58. Like if done well, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like unique enough and different enough, but still kind of channels that same spirit. I think that could be like the next, the next big one. I could see that too, because it, it won't have a dive bezel. Exactly. Yeah. A little easier to work. I can mm -hmm. agree with that. We and I, And you've hinted to that too before. It's like... I mean, it's it's the, what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Like and I think about like the guys who, and I and I kind of fall into that category. Like I I like an Explorer one, but an Explorer one is even as as hard it is to get a Rolex today, it is a little pedestrian. Yes. And the Ranger channels that and sort of checks that box, but is still unique and different enough that it feels like something else do they make it in that small case or do they beef it up i think you do a 39 yeah, yeah you do a 39 you do it in the same exact case a lot of people 58. are upset that the the explorer one they they you know they got rid of the 39 they went to a 36. yeah right so it's like but there are ranges that were in small cases too though yeah i mean yeah. vintage ranges were always in the small they're like 36. Yeah, they were 36. 36 yeah yeah so i think you do a 39. So, i think yeah. tudor's established that that is their sweet spot mm -hmm with their fans and people who like their watches. Like, yeah, in terms of like offering something else that's not a BB-58, right there. And then you can get those off for however long you want. Yeah. And like, it'd be interesting to see them expound on that, right? Like, what do you, where do you take that? You release the initial one and then where do you go from there? Um, so I'm really, really hoping to see something, A, new from Tudor and, and B, I would love a new Ranger. I think that would be dope. Uh, going back to where you were, <laughs> Rolex predictions. That's what everyone wants to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yes. So there was a leak. Yeah. And we put that in quotation marks because I don't really think this was leaked from Adobe Rolex. Photoshop. I saw a couple of YouTube videos with some dudes who were talking about like they got this from their AD. And, and then he... it got walked back <laughs> real fast. Why would an AD have this information? Wild. Yeah. Um, so some of what they're predicting is a rose gold day date, right? With a blue dial. With a blue dial. Mm -hmm. uh, there's the Coke bezel GMT. Coke bezel GMT for the first time in a long time. On a Jubilee bracelet? Yeah. Is that the prediction? Mm -hmm. Well, you get you technically have the option now. So yeah. So it would be Jubilee or an oyster. Right. I'm not mad at that one. No. If that comes back, I'm I think that's favorite. dope. To see in a ceramic would be crazy. Would be crazy. What if they don't do ceramic? I mean, what else are they going to do? You have to do ceramic. Everything else is ceramic. They don't have to. It's their design language, though. The Kermit? Ceramic. The modern ones, ceramic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the old ones are aluminum. 
Yeah. You switch from aluminum to ceramic. Do aluminum. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. They probably would. They, 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 <laughs> That's they're, outdated. They're not yeah. that, yeah, they're, they're not that disorderly. They're not going to go what backwards. That's for. No, I know. I know. But one can hope. So they are talking about, well, not oh, well, they. Actually, speaking of that, what if Tudor makes a companion to their Pepsi GMT and drops a Coke? I was I was thinking Ooh. that. Well, what about that? I was thinking, I, yo, in my head. Like, like when people still complain, oh, it's too big. Coke no. Tudor? GMT? That might I was be thinking, fire. I was thinking Batman. Or get the whole lineup. Get the whole lineup. See, Why at not? that point, then... <laughs> <laughs> then you're you've then, gone then you too copy, far, huh? Yeah, you're losing your DNA. It just you're, feels you're wrong. You're Rolex, yeah. Yeah. And it feels wrong. And all that Omega hate comes back. <laughs> um, but uh, they are talking about doing... Not they, as in Rolex, but the, the, the rumors are, are rumored. Oh, white gold Hulk. White gold Hulk. So the Hulk making a return in white gold. Yes. Um, there's also the, what did you nickname this sub? The Bluesy. The, the Bluesy? Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. People call it that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's bringing that out in rose gold, two-tone and solid rose gold. Yeah. Blue, down, blue bezel. Yeah, because there, no, there is no rose gold sub. No. So, no, there isn't a rose gold sub. So it would I be could cool. See a rose gold. That would be tight. There's also not a rose gold two-tone Daytona. There isn't. There isn't. Speaking no. of that, everyone thinks solid gold Daytonas or at least a two-tone one to start will have ceramic vessels. Really? Yeah. yeah. I could see it on the two-tone. The solid gold, not so much. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. There's also, you know, that rumor that was a while back about a titanium yacht master. I don't think that's ever going to be a thing. I don't either, but I I really I would, would love, love it. it. Yeah, <laughs> if it was, yeah. especially with that uh, Velcro strap. That, was that would be fire. Mm-hmm. But um, then that's I mean that's the FXD on crack. That's yeah, basically why what not? it is. No, I, but I'm I, saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I I would love to see Rolex do something out of the ordinary and, and, and out of the box. And and we talked about this before. They do that. Yes. Right. You just don't really see it in the wild. So I think. Thinking about like what's offered to the public via ADs, right? What do you think about like some of the stuff that's like that's not the, the stuff that is harder to get? Like what are those oddball pieces? Like with like use? weird gem set GMTs. Like what if what stuff? if they do like titanium Rolex, but it's not offered like that everywhere? Like I could see the appeal of it. My only thing is who's gonna get their hands on it? Yeah, who's gonna get their hands on it? I mean, we that, never see people wearing gems at watches anymore either. Well, it's even, so hard to get. We even um, going back to remember that time when you had went out to Vegas, and you see oh, that crazy yeah, they gem had a, set. They had a a pearl master. <clears throat> it was a men's pearl master because it was oh, and technically men's it was a thirty six. Mm. It was a rubber and stingray strap. Jeez. However, the <laughs> the stingray inlay to the rubber strap mm. also had diamonds laid in it. Yeah. Black, <laughs> yeah, black, it was crazy. Black diamond bezel. I gotta find an image. Zebra dial. Yeah, the, that was like a zebra dial. I have, yeah. a I have photos in yeah, the video. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta pull it's it up. Crazy. That's we wild. It it's crazy. Yeah, it was but like nuts. Rolex does all this crazy stuff in their catalog that you'll just never see. I know. So, you, so go ahead. Well, also too to to your point because there was we were talking about. There was one time we were talking about um, a Melakite dial, uh, Speedy. Yep. Someone was telling me, and I actually, actually, I've seen images a of Malachite dial Speedmaster. I believe no, 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 it wasn't a Speedmaster. It might have been an Aquaterra. My apologies. It was, it was a Melakite dial Omega. I believe it was a um, an Aquaterra because mm. it was just like a simple three hand. So I didn't mean to say speedy. I meant to say. You it, think they it, made that? It they made it. I've seen, I seen really? the image. We, we were talking about it because also, too, in Vegas, because uh, you had went to. The, yeah, I walked past the, uh, I forgot what hotel I was in, but there's an Omega boutique that's really big. It takes up, it's like a little corner spot. So mm -hmm. like the whole boutique is rounded off and basically takes up the whole corner of the hotel. Okay. And they had some wild stuff in the window. Really? Yeah. They had a Vegas would be the place. They had a gyro torby on Aquaterra. Jeez, I've only seen that on Instagram. Yeah, I know. Like the thing. middle of the dial is a torby on. Wow, and it's like a chocolate dial in the rose gold case on the brown leather strap. 
Yeah. So I mean, well, so you know, we did share on a previous episode about um, Omega's releases. If they participate in Watches and Wonders, because we almost feel like you know maybe they revealed no, they their are. Hand. They are. they'll be there. Well, yeah, well so they revealed their hand. They, they did it. Like they, that's they, the whole point. Well, that's what I'm saying. So here's, like, here's 22 now. Here's another oh, 20. Here's another 20. That's what I'm saying. So like, who knows what'll happen if they go ahead and they just go bam, bam, bam and just start like dropping like. Yeah. Because I, don't I see, see them on the list. Metal. No, I don't see them on the list. Hmm. Are they not participating? Are they not on the list? I guess not. I don't see them on the list. I don't see Omega. Well, either, well, either way, because I, I I wanted to see like precious metal pieces, piece unique things. Oh, they're not. They're not on the list. You know what I mean? Like, interesting. I don't know. Maybe they come in. Maybe they took the basketball away from the court. Maybe. And just playing their own game. Respect to them. Uh, one of the other topics of conversation that I think people are probably most interested in in terms of what Rolex is going to do is what what models do you think can be discontinued? <laughs> yeah, that's it's never a question of what's coming out. It's what's going to be leaving. Yeah. For Watches and Wonders. Yeah. yeah. What's discontinued? So I think no gals. The Milgauss, there's a lot of talk about that. A lot of speculation. I'm hearing the Milgauss. Milgauss I'm hearing the Air update. King. Air King gets an update. Um, I think that I think the I think the rose gold green dial is, is done. Day date? Day date. Really? Rose gold green dial is done. White gold green too, I'm assuming that. Well, I'll tell you what, if they do a, gold a rose green, gold yes. blue dial, I would say, yeah, sure. And I I just think I just think that it's a watch that gives Rolex too much grief. Um, the production on it, you can't get one on your hands. It's already skyrocketing on like the secondary How market. How does it give them grief though? If the if they make the watch and then it's sold, yeah, it's not grief on them. They well, did no, their job. well, 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 the demand gives them grief, and I think that's where most of the issues that they have with the with the public it comes from that. I understand you. I, my question I, I is, and I don't issue. know the answer to this, but yeah. my question is, does Rolex really care that people are upset that they can't have a Rolex? I believe so. You 100%. Think so? Okay. No, I, don't. I think the opposite. I, I think I, as much as, I, and this is what I believe Rolex to be. I think Rolex goes ahead and they try, and they may try to say, hey, like, you know, we're going to stick to our guns. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But then at the same time, they want to keep the dream alive. Sure. Um, obviously, if you have a product that's undisputed, then you really wouldn't care what the public thinks. Because I've shopped at boutiques and let's say fashion where someone is like, yo, I don't have the product. Mm -hmm. So buy something else. Yeah. Or if you're not buying leave yeah <laughs> i mean like that's just the way it is and when it comes to rolex it's like well you can't buy a rolex wait until one comes sure when will when how long will you wait i don't have the answer and this mm. is rolex I, we don't have the answer mm. just wait for it yeah it's interesting um i'm curious uh what happens with the uh the colored op dolls those get get discontinued. You too. think those? No way. <laughs> those get discontinued no too. Way. You you think they, so? You say no. You say yeah. You you say yes. You say no. Yeah. Did, why would they get discontinued? Why not? Why would they? Literally, why would they? That, What's the reason for getting so rid of them? that color that colorway? So wait, wait. But think about it like this. Remember the 2020 line of OPs. Those were scrapped. The only ones that stayed were the black silver and the navy so what's yeah because they those got updated yes i think i think those color i think all i think the entire colorway gets scrapped i would personally love for the entire colorway to get scrapped. but it's not gonna it's not gonna happen though but there's no way <laughs> i don't know but what's interesting is and in going back to uh what they reference right they we know they reference the stella dolls mm -hmm. apparently stella day date's coming back could be that would be nice but if the Stella Day Dates come back, then I think you get rid of the OPs. No, nah, you can't. 
You need a, you need an entry level six grand, and then you need one for a ball. You have an entry level six grand. They're just not those lacquer dials. But the so you're saying get rid of the colored ones, leave so. I don't think black. you do both if you're Rolex. I think you have to. You don't, because any watch will sell. Yeah, but think about how many people saw those OPs and sure. were like, I want a Stella Day. So, but here's now. the thing. But the entry-level OP, right now, the funny thing is, and this has even happened in Protect. So, your entry-level to Protect right now is a Kyle Chava. It was the 5196 at 21, 20, mm-hmm. 20,000. Yeah, 22 or 23, whatever it was. Exactly. Now, that's nixed. And if you want, like, a 6119, you're talking about 30, 35,000. Mm-hmm. But then, that watch is so high in demand, your next, your next like, option is an annual calendar if you can get one, so then you're left with a perpetual calendar at 100,000. But that's if even then you could find a perpetual calendar. Because even then, it doesn't matter what it is, any Patek, any Rolex is in demand. Yes. I don't think you can be Rolex and make a Stella, quote unquote, Stella day date. What I would do, you leave the OPs how they are. There's no reason to get rid of them. They've been out for over, barely over a year. Mm-hmm. You have to leave them around. There's no reason to, to dump it. It's a new case size for it. That has to stick around for a while. What I would do is you need to make something else to complement the line. You have five watches and five different colorful dials, right? Make something more expensive to follow that theme. So now you're checking you. off multiple I boxes. I agree with you right? as like a merchandiser. I just, I think exactly, I think you have to do it. But I think, I think, I think, so I think we're thinking on like our fast fashion kind of like, sure. I, that's what I think it is here. But here's, here's something interesting. So when the Stella dials were a thing, mm-hmm. they gradually discontinued colors. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we get rid of the whole thing. The first one they actually discontinued was the turquoise colored dial. That was the first one to leave the line. They took that. Yeah. And left the rest of them. And then gradually took more out. And I think it still would be the first to go because it's giving Rolex the most grief. I don't know if it's giving them grief. Yeah, that's not what it is. At 45, at, listen, secondary market at 45,000, this is still a brand that wants to keep the integrity of their product. But we, sell the watch, but we sell the watch at six grand. I hear you. We don't I want you. anybody to sell you. it. When you, when you put it that way, I understand. I get they it. They have to. I yeah, but that's not on them. And also it's the, not, fact, the fact that they're selling for 45 makes more people want it. But they, but they're not concerned about people wanting their product. They're concerned about the secondary well, market. They are concerned so, about people this, wanting their product. And but also discontinuing it fuels the secondary market. It's going to go for more. If it it's going for forty five k right now and it's available in an authorized dealer, if you want to avoid fueling the secondary market, you have to produce more, more of them so the price goes down. You're talking about but, doing the opposite. But you just said produce more. They they cannot and they will not produce more. I mean, they don't have to. If you produce, I mean. They shouldn't. You produce more watches, quality control goes down. But we but we also talked about, dude, they have so much that they have to worry about. We haven't even seen we haven't even seen their new novelties from 2021. We're in 2022 and then we're getting ready to go into Watches of Wonder, Watches of Wonder 2022, and those novelties are supposed to release in 2023. I think the thing that, We still haven't even seen 2021. You're right. Well, I mean, it's like a Ferrari, dog. Yeah. I think the moral of the story is um, we don't know. (laughs) But that's what the show is. It literally can go any way. Yes. And I don't know if I'll be surprised either way. I'm not surprised if the OPs stick around. I'm also not going to be surprised if they go away. I think they're gone. I think. I mean, I hope they go. I think. I I think think they're going too. I think you're crazy for that. So you, so you You know what I think they really do to just like oddball solid gold explorer. Solid gold explorer is funny. You say that. That's that's the way to do it. Right here. That's the way to do it. Oh, so somebody Adobe did already. Hodinkee did. Oh, there you go. Hodinkee did. Twenty. They said we designed our 2022 fantasy watches. And they put a solid gold explorer. Yeah, why not? Now let me tell you something. Solid gold explorer, crazy, fire. crazy. I'm over it. I'm keep, all and over keep, it. And keep it at K size 36. Yeah, keep it at 36. Fire. The the solid gold, the solid gold day just. If they bring if they bring back for men, solid gold jubilees, that's the way to go. It's also the 10th anniversary for the Sky Dweller. Platinum. Think so? 
Sure. Platinum Ice Blue Sky Dweller. Yeah. Or what if they go ahead and finally make a watch that's more complicated? It's not gonna happen. I don't think that's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Don't I, don't hold your Not to say that, that they aren't working on something. I just don't think you'll see it this year. Sky Dweller is gonna be the thing, unless Perpetual Cellini. I thought but Cellini is done. You can still get the moon phase. You can get the moon phase. Okay. Moon phase. They, so they, well, they, that's the thing. They're done probably because they're updating the line. Maybe. Well, but moon phase is still around. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. don't, you need to update the moon phase. It was the, the latest one to be released. That's yes. probably up to their standards as of right now. Sure. Yes. The dual time, the time only, probably not. Maybe update the movement. Maybe we got a perpetual calendar Cellini. Yes. It's interesting. Um... It's interesting. I mean, there's various ways this can go. All Gold Explorer, not mad at that. Update on the Milgas or the uh, Air King, pass for me. Uh, just do away with it. With the Air point. King? Or yeah, both sure. of them? Yeah. You wouldn't want to see a Milgas referencing the OG? No. Ceramic bezel? Not interested. Don't care? No. Okay. That watch literally only sells if it's... The the one the presented one. to you, <laughs> like no one's like, I want a Milgas, I want an Air King. I don't know, man. I you know what? I think the Milgas is one of those that is out of a hundred percent of people who ask for Rolex, it's below one percent. Most people, I think, if people knew more about the history of an Air King, they'd change their tune. I'm with you, but at that point, the people who know mo who the people who are knowledgeable about the Air King, they're gonna get vintage. Yeah, but the, because let's be honest, the Air King that is currently in the line is not aesthetically pleasing. No, but it has it was it was designed for a purpose. I get it. And you know the whole thing with Red Bull and the the land speed record. Yes. And if people cared about that, they might be more inclined to to get one. It's I don't be think a they no wear for it. me, dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> not moved. <laughs> uh, I, I hate that watch. I'm not even gonna lie. I think it's trash. Okay. <laughs> I, I, mean, I ain't gonna knock you. I'm not even saying I like it. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah, Milgas is actually kind of cool. I think they're gonna keep it around. Uh, but I just, I, I always see like, it's, it's two kinds of people who get, who get those. Well, it's two kinds of people who get the Milgas. There's like, that's the only one that was presented to them. Yes. Or there's a guy who's like. Kind of nerdy, uh, and not in a bad way, but might be an actual scientist yeah. of some sort or a doctor, and is like, "Yeah, I'm with it. That's cool." You know, uh, Air King. I always see it on the same person. It's funny you see it on anybody. I do see it. It's always <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a modern so Air King on anyone. Uh, I see a modern Air King. It's always on a on a kid who looks like he's 25. He's probably 30 from his dad, <laughs> or like just walked into a shop in a random spot. And wanted a Rolex, and they was like, "Here, you want this?" <laughs> and he's like, "Sure," because he just wants the crown. Yeah, yeah, no for me. Um, but you know, cool. Uh, Coke bezel, I think, is where it's at. I'm Coke all bezel, over that. GMT needs to make. I think that's the thing that, like, you could probably actually see. I wouldn't be surprised if that's if that makes the line. Moving along, Indy 500, uh, independent brands. Yes. Uh, what are you hoping to see? What are you expecting to stand out? Um, uh, for, I mean, I'm going to say Patek again for Indies. Sure. Uh, you guys' favorite brand, Ming? I love Ming. I they just think, released a new though. GMT that yeah, was fire. Yeah, GMT. Uh, me, personally, I am interested in seeing what UN does. UN? I think, I mean, they, they just released the Blast Moonstruck. Which I think is fire and a major contender for watch of the year so far for 2022. Yes. Uh, I mean, the watch is beautiful. I love the rollout. It felt like a summer blockbuster film. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was like, oh man, <laughs> it's like, this is a Will Smith movie? What's going on? Right? <laughs> uh, fire. Um, and they're in a roll right now. They, were, they recently bought the company back, yep. right? Mm -hmm. So, I think they're in a place where they they can they're really feeling themselves and they can flex a little bit, um, and they are flexing. And I'm I'm super interested in what they what they're doing. I think they're going to be like one of the the brands that are most talked about for 2022. I want to see some new freak X's. Yeah, yeah. 
new case materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some new freaks, some freak outs, freak visions. But I think coming from like like this is a brand that they have a history. Yes. Right. And you're going from 2021 where they were just starting to make like some noise with like people who were like getting accustomed to like hearing about them and seeing them in the wild mm-hmm. to like them releasing the the blast moonstruck and now like people are kind of checking for them. Yes. Like people are looking at like what's UN up to and uh they're becoming a household name. Yes. It feels like. Well the coolest thing too is like um cuz we were referring to GP and their uh Casquette, um, GP had to dig in their bag. They had to go and dig into their archives and kind of figure out, you know, something that was unique. Right. UN on the opposite side, and they are like, you know, partners together. All of their pieces are from their original callbacks. Mm. So the Moonstruck isn't new. This is no, actually they've like, done it. They've, there's several iterations. Yeah. Yes. So this yes. is the third generation, the same as the Freak. Mm. The Freak has had multiple generations. But that's what I like about them too. Like you just said, like a brand like GP, you know, brought back the casquette, went back to the 70s. UN was looking towards the future. Yes. yes. And that's always been their thing. Mm. Yes. They dropped the Freak in 2001. Yes. Crazy. You know what watches look like in 2001? <laughs> Not like that. No. Exactly. No one made anything look like that. So, it, it, and it goes to your point. They're running looking their own the race. Yeah. Running, running their own race. I think they take, like you said, they take another one of their iconic watches and blast to it me, into the they're, future. To me, they're a handful of brands that will force the industry to sort of like kind of pivot from Rolex. Yes. And not in the sense that like people are going to be like we don't want a Rolex anymore. They'll always be who they are and I think that's incredible. But UN is one of those brands that I think a lot of people are to pay attention to and they're like okay, you know, I have this, I have that. At some point a lot of these guys are like I want something new, I want something different. Yes. I want something, you know, unique, something story that has layers to it. UN kind of checks those boxes for me. And and uh I don't know, I just I'm I'm really digging what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like really really feeling them. I think that they they they're doing everything right. All of the moves are the right moves. Oh yeah. And when you it's like when you see like kind of like a new artist or a musician like in their bag, like they got a hit, mm-hmm. but then they deliver like a solid LP and it's like, "Oh, you really do this." That's what UN kind of feels like right now. Mm-hmm. Like they've been on the block, but they feel like the new kid on the block. Yes. So it's almost like they went back, they went in the studio, recalibrated this stuff, and everyone was like just hearing about them again for the first time. It's hard for a brand to do when they've been around. Yes. Right. And so it's like you've been around for a long time and you feel new and youthful again. It's powerful. That's very powerful. No, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, so I'm really, really excited to see to see what they what they bring. Um, I guess the last one and um, or question or, or thing to propose: Who do you think is going to bring the wow factor? I think it's UN. Yes. Who are you expecting or anticipating, or who do you want to see bring the wow factor to watches and wonders? You know, um, man, that's tough because there are a lot of brands that are on that list. But I think going to what you were saying, just as far as like what you and brings to the table, um, they can definitely they can definitely wow a couple of folks. Sure. Um, Patek definitely is 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 going to, I think, bring the most impact because they literally nix their Higher line. Yeah, my uh, my choice. I'm going clean sweep. Patek. Patek. Straight through. <laughs> Patek, they, they literally Patek sweep. Is, I want to see Patek bring the wow factor. I, they're my they're my most anticipated showing. Sure. And I, I don't know. I just, for some reason, a brand doesn't get rid of all the things that they did if they're not bringing some heat. Yes. And oh, the other yeah. thing, too, is like they might have discontinued a lot of these watches two, three months ago. Yes. That's because new ones have been in development for... So the other one, years. the other two brands I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Grand Seiko mm-hmm. and Vacheron. Yes. And um, not that I know anything, but... I think Grand Seiko uh, 
going to pop off. Okay. I have a good feeling. Grand Seiko is going to pop off. But, you know, also, too, will be exciting for a brand like uh, VC because they are one of the oldest watchmakers, period. And that's what I'm thinking about. So I'm thinking about that. But then I'm also thinking about like a lot of the conversations that I'm having with people who are watching the show. Yes. People that I know that collect watches. And what we've seen the last few months and Grand Seiko has been on a very steady incline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm interested in seeing what they bring to watches and wonders. Yes. I think I think they're going to bring some wow. I want to see what I want to see what VC does. What, what VC, would you want to see from VC? Because I, to be honest, I could care less about them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really I want, can't. No, what, what I want to see is I want to see a whole new watch. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You I want to see exa- I want to see a watch that they have never introduced. I feel like they they have to. They only have two watches in their line that anyone is heavily sought after. I mean, the, so here's the thing with with Vacheron. Vacheron is in a place right now that Patek found themselves in a while ago mm. where anyone who walks into the door of Vacheron is asking for an overseas. Sure, exactly. Yes. Two years ago, people were like, yo, you got Nautilus, you got an Aquanaut. Mm-hmm. And now it's like Patek's whole lineup is in demand. Vacheron is on that hit now where everyone's like, you have an overseas dual time. And then it brings them into everything else in 1926 line. Um, I have a client and a friend now who he he was dying for an overseas. It's all he knew from Vacheron. And then, but it's steel 1926. Mm. Because he's like, oh, this is actually way nicer. Yeah. Tried on an overseas that was on exhibition at the boutique. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I don't see the hype in the overseas at all. It's ugly. No. Yeah, it's ugly. Okay. The only one I like is the Everest. The Everest is the best. It's the only yeah. one I like. Yeah. But, it, yeah. like, it's chunky. Mm-hmm. It's chunky. I think it's ugly. The titanium's a good, uh, like, like advantage, advantage on the Everest because mm-hmm. even though it's chunky, it's lighter. Super. Mm-hmm. But I also don't understand why your pusher works for the date wheel. Yeah. <laughs> that should be your jump hours. Yeah. Your local <laughs> exactly. time. Exactly, exactly. Why do you have a pusher for your date? That that function makes no sense. That to me. makes yeah. That that does make that no makes sense. no sense. That does make no your sense. date should jump with your jump hour, which is what that pusher should be for. I agree with that. Yes. So all in all, I could care less about Vacheron right now until they start to impress me with their. So you're Patek line. clean sweep. Yeah, Patek. Yeah, Patek's gonna do it this year. Okay. Most excitement for sure. Gotcha. Who else is in uh, participating? I mean, most of big brands. It's all big brands. Um, Besides Omega. Longa, mm-hmm. Bomb and Mercier, Cartier, Chanel, Chopard, Grand Seiko and Hermes, Hublot, IW. Hublot might actually make some pretty good impressions. They do crazy stuff. Yeah. IWC and Jaeger. JLC. Jaeger. We're sleeping on Jaeger. Oris. Oris. Oris, too. We're sleeping Oris on Jaeger. Oris will come Jaeger, with though. some heat. Oris will come with some heat for sure. I think we get some new reversals. More I mean, complicated reversals, though. Yeah. Reversal chronograph making a comeback. Calling it now. Zenith has been on a run lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could get really interesting. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a similar thing, though, where they're like... I feel like they're in a similar space with, G, like, GP. Like, they're reaching back into their catalog a lot. Yes. And kind of reminding people. Yeah, they did, when they did the El Primero revival. The El Primero, the yes. Defi, like... But that, but the thing about, but the thing about Zenith, I think that their their brand that never really like lost their steam. Like, uh, I mean, they weren't around for a while. But 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 I feel like a Zenith is like once it was like introduced, it's just always stayed hot. I I, I feel like um, I mean, sure, probably in certain circles, but I also feel like they've been out of the conversation for a while, yeah. and they just got reintroduced, like. In 2021. But I think you're right. But that's only because everybody wants a Daytona. Exactly. And then it's like, okay, great. So, you know, you, like you said, you pivot. All right. So, you know, Zenith actually partnered with Rolex to create, you know, this superior Cosmograph. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, great. 
you know what, you love Daytona from the 2000s, or at least you're familiar with the Daytona in the early 2000s, so on and so forth. Well, how about you? How about we show you the Pioneer? Zenith. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's where like this steam comes from. But anything past that, like I've always seen like Zenith on people's wrists. I don't see it on yeah, many people's either. wrists. I've been seeing it lately because they did the old El Primero. They brought them back. But you, but no. What I would say is this: the most of the the most the El Primeros that you really don't see on people's wrists is the uh, ceramic bezel ones because those are like in high demand. You mean the Colonel Master Sport? Yes. The ones that look like Daytona. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because people are buying them, they're yeah. sold out. Yeah. But I mean, past that, like you'll see other pieces. It'll be I, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I th- see more El Primeros on people's wrists in Colonel Sports. Yeah. And it's a fire watch. I want an I want a El Primero revival. I want one too. With on the ladder bracelet. Yeah. I don't like ladder bracelets. I'm sorry. It, on that watch, you have to have it. It's the OG. I put it on the strap. You would buy it on the strap. We didn't even care to get it on the bracelet and the swap. I would do strap. Black strap. It comes on I black. Know, I, I might bend it out. Red. Maybe. Yeah, you gotta go red. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go red. Uh, this has been fun. Uh, lots of speculation. Uh, Watches and Wonders is for sure going to be packed full of surprises and conversation. And, and, and obviously, you'll get a follow up from us. Maybe we'll be there. I don't know. We're, we're trying to figure some things out. <laughs> yes. There are some, <laughs> some logistical conversations happening. Uh, but um, I'm excited. I think 2022 is shaping out to be a really great year for watches. And uh, I can't wait, and it's still just the start. We're only three months in, so three months in, quarters already over. That's it. First this quarter is, this, of the new this year. This is it. It's done. Yes. Uh, and we're gonna go out with a bang with watches and wonders, and uh, maybe some of our predictions are right. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, as said at the end of every episode, you can find us on Instagram at wristcheckpod. We're also on TikTok. We're with the youth. You on TikTok? Kids on TikTok? We got music on TikTok. TikTokers. We got dances. We don't have dances on TikTok. <laughs> no, no I'm one's just dancing. kidding. But we are on TikTok. <laughs> you can find us on TikTok. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on YouTube, obviously, and Spotify audio and video. So look us up, Wrist Check Pod or Wrist Check Podcast on all of those uh, platforms. We're also readily accessible. Um, our personal Instagram handles are all listed on the main Instagram page for Risk Check Pod. Uh, we answer the direct messages. We answer comments. Please share, like, subscribe, comment. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want your feedback. We want to know what you like, what you dislike. Um, so thank you for participating in this community and being part of our audience. We appreciate you. You make it lots of fun. And we'll see you next week. Deuces.